Hello, welcome everyone to episode number 18 of the Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related, with a focus on competitive magic, with some friendly banter along the way. Today I have fellow co-host, Brandon Smith. What up? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to record these. It's always very, very chill. How's your how's your week been? Yeah, I know I sure. got to uh, we got to see you this weekend. That was, that was super nice. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> weeks okay so far I guess. Uh, I got back from I guess visiting down there with you guys yesterday at probably like midnight ish, one o'clock ish. So I got here pretty late, and uh, yeah, I was extremely tired today. I feel that man i totally uh, i mean you travel or well you drive uh a lot more than me uh it seems like you're all over the place all the time but <laughs> true that uh that trip i took up actually yeah to tennessee dude that six hour drive is brutal like that that drive is not easy yeah i mean i don't know i'm kind of used to it now i've done it several times now um and i don't really mind driving like long distances to be honest it doesn't really bother me uh it's just sometimes when you are bought like driving by yourself uh it does get kind of tiring really fast because you don't have like you know someone to sit there and like just ramble with you know yeah so, like talk your ear uh <laughs> Yeah, or or vice versa, they talk my ear off. Like it doesn't, you know. Like that's why I like traveling to magic events with people, uh, because they uh, everybody can kind of have good conversation the entire time. Yeah, which is always good. That is true. Uh, I I think like long, like magic trips. I think they're a good time. Like they're a great time actually. Because you can, like, yeah. you know, take turns driving, you're just talking bullshit, or you're telling each other stories about magic events. Like, that's one of the best parts, honestly. Yeah, it's it's really dope. Um, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I've, I've had a pretty, some pretty long magic trips with people. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular was, like, basically a weekend trip to Dallas from back there where you are at and oh that's it started on like a thursday at like four o'clock in the afternoon uh got there at like a friday morning like super early in the morning like seven o'clock in the morning or something uh slept for a couple hours at the hotel uh then went to uh the event it was i think it was a gp maybe like a gp in dallas or something and then, like, slept for a couple hours and then uh, went to the event and then played the main event Saturday and Sunday. Got done with the main event at, like, 3 or 4 o'clock on Sunday. And as soon as we got done with the main event, we were back on the road. Back, didn't get back to work or didn't get back to, uh, didn't get back home until about 7.30 in the morning. And when we got back at 7.30 in the morning, I went home, took a shower, went straight to work. <laughs> I, I i vaguely remember you talking about that trip but i don't know if it was i think that was around the time when we were all in the group chat right 
Um, possibly. Because uh, I'm associating that trip with the trip that Novak got ditched at. That's know. the one that no. we picked them up. That's okay. That's that trip. <laughs> yep, okay. Yeah, it was me and Paul on the way there, and then uh, me and Paul went the entire route. Uh, you know, good conversation the whole time. Paul's a really, really dope person. Paul is super. Uh, cool. I love Paul. He's a really. He's got a lot of good stories too. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So it was a really fun trip. Uh, and then, you know, getting back at seven o'clock in the morning, uh, seven thirty in the morning was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, that's going straight to work. And then, I, like that that day, I was just like, I think I left work a little bit early that day. Uh, and I just passed out immediately when I got home. <laughs> That's one of those uh, couch naps you used to take. Bro, those Bro, things are the best. That couch was so fire. That couch hit different. I know. I don't know why you got rid the of it. couch that. just sucked your soul in, dude. It really did. That thing had a fucking curse on it, dude. dude so, wait. <laughs> did, did, did you guys drop Novak off? Or... I we I, I dropped he went to Paul's house. Okay. Back. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then and then oh no, I think we did drop him off. Damn. Yeah, we dude. dropped him off in like Stairland or wherever he lived at the time. Jesus. Can't remember. And then I went and dropped Paul off and then I went home. My god. So so for context, I'm not gonna name drop, but we have this buddy named Novak and uh he went to a GP with someone and what was it like the it was the last day of the GP or Saturday? What was it? what day was it? No, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. It was day okay. two. Okay, so Novak's there at the GP. He day twoed, and the person that he rode with basically told him he was like, "Hey man, I'm just gonna go home, like flat out. Like, hey, I'm just leaving. You know, find a ride home." Well, he, he was just... still alive for cash, and and like, and his buddy was like, "I really need to head back. I've got to be at work tomorrow, or whatever." And he had rode with him there. And so, like, it was basically like, hey, you can drop and come with me or, you know, uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave. Damn, dude. That's just, I don't know, man. I wouldn't be able to give that ultimatum to somebody. That's just brutal. Yeah. It's pretty rough to do that. Um, Especially when, like, your event didn't go very well. So you're like, well, I'm going to go home now, you know. Like, I I don't know. that's, That's literally why. Like we can all be honest, especially though. yeah, especially when he rode with you the the entire time on the way there, exactly. And it was kind of like your part of your like entourage, like your car, you know. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like. No, nah, but I was more than happy to. Yeah, no, nah, of course. But, damn, dude, that that shit's crazy to me. Um. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So, talking about caching events. Uh, we both had an RCQ this weekend. We did. We sure did. Um, I came down specifically for the RCQ. Facts. Um, you know, three, three of the four, uh, Team Metamorph members that participated got to top four, or top eight, sorry. Uh, it was you, me, and Xavier. Uh, I believe Cameron got some really bad matchups. Um, yeah, I think he's like the only person playing Lotus Field in the room, and he just got like 
mono white twice and like yep. <laughs> it's like the awful matchups so that, that was rough for the boy but then xavier top aided with blue white control you top aided with lay it on mono green good old mono green and i top aided with the red white pia deck so uh go ahead uh lead us into your your rcq day um well, I had, I guess I can briefly get to this. I had an issue getting the cards initially because I ordered all of them from TCG Player like two weeks ago or two and a half weeks ago. And they still hadn't showed up in the mail. And I was leaving on a Thursday and they're supposed to be there on Thursday. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll have my friend, my, my friend up here in Nashville send them down to you uh, or send them down to me. And... I'll be able to get them on Friday. Well, they don't show up until Friday afternoon, almost 5 o'clock. So I'm, like, scrambling to find the rest of the cards that I need. Yeah. And I'm, like, my thought process this entire time was, I'm just going to play Mono Green because it's just clear, like, far and away, like, I think uh, my personal opinion is the best deck in the format, um, regardless of the amount of things that people hate about it and the amount of hate that the deck receives. Um Regardless of those factors, uh, I definitely think that uh, it's still just best, the best deck. So I just uh, went to my old local game store and, um, you know, got the rest of the cards and rolled up and sent it. Let's go. Yeah, we were we were trying to figure that out. What was it, like Thursday night, Wednesday night? We were like, how do we get these cards on time? yeah yeah um yeah but you know it is what it is i I ended up getting the cards uh had i not gotten the cards then i probably would have played grease fang i think is so. it because you're comfortable on grease fang or yeah it's just the comfortability on grease fang okay um any, yeah any, any sweet tech in your mono green list or was it just really stock not really. I think it was fairly stock. I mean, I was playing Cityscape level earlier in the main, which was kind of weird because I did hit it off Storm a couple times during the day. But, and the good thing is, is that it's still just an 8-8. Eight, eight, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. With, no, there was uh, think... it. Yeah, it's if you unearth it. Um, but, yeah, also, I mean, I think, yeah, you and I both made top four. We did. And... Uh, I unfortunately died to four color, five color Grease Fang. It's I guess. Fi- it's five color Legends Grease Fang, featuring a loot package with Shieldred. Uh, in the main, it's yeah. I I don't know. It was a pile of Magic cards. Uh, and uh, I just got Grease Fanged on three uh in game three and i just lost because of that i did i, I did make a few mistakes um like i missed a pelucranos di- dying trigger um that i was not able to take back um and i missed a couple key draw triggers that game as well um so it wasn't played perfectly on my end uh, i think that in the game that i could have gotten the two three threes i could have potentially won that game and then went to the finals um but again that's my fault and not having played mono green in quite a while 
uh, other than online a few times. Uh, where online just does everything for you. Yep. Um, so, and triggers. Yeah. And then you got the top four playing what? Red, Forest white, Fiera. Fiera. Um, and I and ended up losing a What'd you die to? Mono white. Um, got you. So, like, game one, they just kind of did the thing. Like, Thalion 2 is really good against us. Mm-hmm. Um... So they just kind of snowballed. Uh, game two, I managed to get that one out. Uh, and then game three, the main issue was... I, I think this is a questionable keep. But I don't think I can ever go down a five in the matchup. Um, but it was Mountain Mountain. Uh, Swift Spear. Swift Spear. Uh, the other one-drop guy. What's his name? Um... Soulscar. Soulscar. Uh, Chain of the Rocks. Um, no white mana. No white mana. So what was just, the seventh card? Uh, I think it, I don't I actually don't remember the seventh card. I'm trying to think. Oh, it was a play with mm. fire. So I was like, okay, this hand's pretty <laughs> good. Like I can go double one drop into play with fire and hope to hit a white source. Oh, uh, so did you put what card did you put back? I put a, a soul the scar chain? on the bottom. Okay. Um, because my thought process is, if I hit a white source, I have two removal spells, which should be in, in hindsight, I should have just bottomed the chain of the rocks because I don't have access to the white mana, right? Um, yeah. But I, I think that was greedy on my part because I'm like, if I just hit a white source, like this game's basically sealed up. Like yeah, it's fine. Um. So my thought process was, okay, well, I'll just keep this, you know, have plays for the next two to three turns. It should be fine. Uh, my draws proceeded to be Pia, 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 Showdown, and then something else. Um, and their board state was just too big for um, any yeah. festivities to do anything, because I brought that in, because I think it's really good with uh, Soul Scar Mage in the matchup. We just give everything yeah, minus one, minus yeah, one. That's and true. So I was just like, okay, well, I have that. But by the time that I did draw that in the festivities, it just didn't matter. Like, all their things had counters on them. All their creatures had double ward because they had two of the that soldier that gives plus one pl or plus one plus o or plus one, and then that's it, right in the front and ward one. Coat Vanguard. Yeah, and Thalia. So I was just like, well, I think I'm just dead here. I ended up did I, I did draw the white source like two turns before I died, um, but again everything has fucking ward two now and there's a Thalia in play so I was just like I'll just play Pia and Sego I guess but I mean I don't think anything I did that game really would have mattered aside from me just mulliganing better I think yeah but I I feel like going to five in the deck is so brutal like the deck does not mulligan well. Um, yeah for me yeah i was gonna say mine was super close too because in game three i just like had a really good six like my six was like turn one elf into turn two polucranos into turn three um like into turn three i could potentially like if i like i, I think i would turn three kiora and then like I could have went like turn four storm, but I missed two land drops on 
turn three and four, and it put me behind because my opponent just put a Parhelion into play both times. Um, so, yeah. I just got buried by not drawing lands. At the end of that game, I had Triple Storm in my hand without the mana to cast it. And you had, what, uh, two I also got... Cavaliers? Three Cavaliers? I had two Cavaliers and uh, could not find a Nykthos. And also, I got one mana Odawara twice that game. So, yeah. yeah. It was uh, pretty brutal, to say the least. Then they kept buying um, back uh, Parhelion back with the looter. Yeah, they were playing Plarg. The one that uh, you can tap, discard a card, draw a card. Or pay five and reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature with three or less. Convert a mana cost. So, yeah. I definitely wasn't expecting to play against that. Uh, I ended up beating Spirits. Or not Spirits. Um, Angels in the top eight. Ooh. Which was like very surprising to me, but... Um, they collected company twice in that in the three ga- in the two games and hit one elf both times. Oh. So I was extremely lucky. We take those. Yeah, I was extremely lucky in that match. Um, but again, uh, I uh, definitely should have won that last game and been in the finals against Mono White. Uh, and then it would have been a coin flip from there, but. That's fair. Yeah, I ended up beating Angels yeah. round one on the day two, which was also very surprising to me. Because my opponent was like 50-something life. But Showdown is so good. Showdown is... That's the reason you play that deck. If Showdown didn't exist, I don't yeah. think we'd ever play that deck, honestly. But uh, Showdown got me out of that. Showdown's super good. Um, overall, though, I think the red-white deck is very good. Um, it's just another good aggro deck, which Pioneer seems to kind of lean towards, honestly. It's either hard control or, like, hard combo slash aggro. Like, and then you have decks like Mono Green, right? So, see, that that's what I like about Pioneer. It's just such an open format. Like, I love that. It is a very open format. Like, the aggro decks are good, uh, but which is... they're not, like, busted. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, of I, I I really like I really like it right now. Um, I, yeah, I I am kind of glad that the season is changing. It's changing to modern, right? With it with it moving to modern, just because it's kind of something new and fresh. But at the same time, like I look at moderns like metagame, and I'm like, man, nothing really looks that fun. So I'm just gonna continue to play Primeval Titan. I mean, that's the thing about modern, right? It's like you pick something that looks just remotely, just a tiny bit interesting to you, and then you just master it, right? And you've been on fucking Titan for what going on six years now yeah something crazy like that like sure you play other decks here and there but like titan is kind of your home and lucky for you i don't think there's been a meta since titan you know has been incepted that it's been bad like titan has always just been Eh, it's fallen out (laughs) 
Not it's definitely fallen out a few times. Not completely. It, it, I mean, I remember a month ago or so, it finally fell off the for the first page of Goldfish. So would you first, say it's it first time in probably? And what? It what? Would you say that it drops? No, I, I didn't hear what you said. Do you think it drops to the level of like blue white control, like where you just like blue white control is low key unplayable. It's borderline unplayable, yeah. Um, I, I still think that there is... I, I don't know. I think that there. this is what's happening is Legacy is slowly getting pushed out, so Modern is now going to become Legacy. Pioneer is going to become the new Modern, and then Standard, they're going to revamp, and we are going to have Standard seasons where people are basically forced to play Standard. Uh, and, you know, that's basically uh, where we're going to end up at. So... If that is the case, I'm perfectly fine with Pioneer being the new modern. Uh, but uh, the current modern is not as fun as Legacy. And and then Standard, like, honestly, I think Standard will probably be fun, but not really anybody supports it yet because they aren't forcing us to play it. So once they force us to play it, then I probably will enjoy it a lot more. Um, and also, I'm just so far behind on Arena, it's not even funny <laughs> that's fair so i was pretty caught up when standard was like important right now i'm just like yeah. out of it again yeah no i, I don't even think i've looked at the goldfish page in, since the san diego rc i'm not even joking me either I just, <laughs> yeah like the, the format doesn't get any support so like why would we invest our time and money into it right yeah and that's like another thing too is i think it's a location thing because up here in, like, the Nashville area and stuff, people will support it if people will play it. And when people are forced to play it for RCQs, that's when everybody just goes ahead and buys decks. And then everyone plays it. Whereas, like, I think down there, people will probably run a limited event before they run an actual standard event. So. That's true. It, uh, it is what it is. It's true. It Which, is what it is. I mean, to be honest, like, Standard really wasn't that bad. Like, it was pretty fun when I played no, it. No, I thought it was pretty fun. It's just, there's no Standard to play down here, like you said. Like, zero. Correct. Yeah, well, speaking of the formats, do you want to jump into the challenge results from the weekend? Let's do it, man. After uh, we miserably talked about how we lost. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, I really uh, thought one of us was going to get the dub. Like, I was like, okay. Bro, I least... really wanted it. I'm not even going to lie. Ugh. I can't talk about it anymore. Um, do you want to talk <laughs> about fine. Pioneer? I'm going to win the one in, in Kentucky this weekend, so that's fun. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, let's talk, about, let's talk about Modern first. Uh, actually, yeah, we'll talk about Pioneer first. And then, and then we'll talk about Modern because we have uh, a PT coming up this week. So. Deal. Um, and there's also a sweet, like, Modern deck list in that challenge. I'm sure you already saw it. Is there? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I actually didn't see it, so okay, I'm okay. going to be surprised when I see it. Okay, dope, dope. So with Pioneer... All right, so 722 is what you're looking at? Uh, 723, actually. I'll pull up the 722. Oh, 722 is Saturday, I think. Let's, let's check it out. Okay. Go ahead and uh, list that top eight. 
What we got? All right. In eighth place, we have good old CFT Sock playing Grif Grixis Midrange. This deck looks crazy. I think it's just the... Wow. No, it's just Grixis Midrange. Holy crap. Oh, it's a metamorph Metamorphic Operation deck. Okay. Um, all right. So we have CFT Sock with Grixis Midrange. We have seventh. We have Mono Red Aggro by King of Al... Oh, King of All You See. Uh, in sixth place, we have Marco Balacci, 95, Balaka, 95 with Azorius Control. Fifth place, we have Pius uh, with Azorius Spirits. Fourth place, we have Keyline with Azorius Control. We have third place, we have Neb12R with Jeskai Control. And then we have second place is Batutina, the mono green resident himself getting second place with mono green and then Remph getting first place with azoria spirit just got control yeah that's what's the red for oh it's just niv mizzet <laughs> is that really oh in the board yeah it's just niv mizzet in the board that's why it says just got control okay but it's the uh it's the lotus field troll deck okay yo i want to talk about that danik that Denik and Hour of Revelation in the sideboard? The Hour of Revelation I could see, right? That's kind of like hot. I, I could see that being a thing. Um, Shout out to the Mono Red player playing Obosh. What's that and about? Furnace Punisher. Where? I don't see that. Seventh place. Oh, shit. Mono Red Aggro. That's crazy. Dude, this is just standard mono red with like goblin chick. It literally looks like that, yeah. And Obosh. <laughs> the Phoenix chick. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Everything's sweet. Ox of Agonis in the sideboard. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That is sweet. Now here's Warcrafting. So it's one and two red. It deals five damage to our creature, planeswalker, or battle. Look at the top X cards of your library, or X is the excess damage dealt this way. You may exile one of those cards, put the rest on the bottom. You know, random order, you may play the exiled card this turn. Yeah, I play that card in standard. I guess it's just a three mana removal spell with like upside if you top deck it, right? Yeah. Like if you're casting this on turn three, I don't think you're really casting anything else. Yeah. Um, all right, you want to do the Sunday challenge? Yeah, let's do Saturday it. Saturday challenge looked pretty normal for the most part. Yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. So for the Sunday, we have eighth place. We got Is It Phoenix, uh, piloted by Oaf McNamara. Sorry if I butchered that. And we got Hidden Strings in seventh place, piloted by Combo Man. How fitting. Yeah, no, you wouldn't expect that, huh? Uh, sixth place, we got Asoria Spirits, uh, piloted by TGB12. Then fifth place, we got Azorius Control, piloted by underscore VFS underscore. That name looks really familiar to me. Do you know who that is? I don't. I do not know That name know looks that very is. familiar to me. Let me see. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they, they play nothing but Control. Like, straight up. If you click on their name, like, oh my god. 
This is crazy to me. Oh, yeah. This is nothing but control it's decks. It's nothing but control decks. As far as the eye can see. Yeah, you can go to page, like, 9 or 10, and it's bank control, blue-white control. This is a control player right here. Jesus Christ. Yo, shout out to you. Uh, fourth place, we got... <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, whoever you are, shout out. Fourth place, we got Abzan Greasefang, uh, piloted by its Lars Dukin. Um, third place, Recto Sacrifice, piloted by Falero, Azoria Spirits, and second place, piloted by Two Rad MTG. And then first place, we got Recto Sacrifice, piloted by Kazuga. Nothing too crazy here either, honestly. There is Rakdos Goblins in yeah. 19th place. But, uh. Rakdos Goblins? Okay. They went 5 and 1, but. Is it Phoenix making the top eight? That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of new. Phoenix is kind of. I don't know if it's fallen out of favor or people just don't play the deck anymore. But nothing has really. Uh, I just don't think people play the deck anymore. Yeah, because nothing's really changed with Phoenix, right? Like. Yeah. Or with the format in general to kind of justify Phoenix falling out of favor. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, the I guess the the removal spells and stuff have kind of switched around where like phoenixes do get hit more. Um, but other than that, no, not really. Well, yeah, Pioneer seems just pretty straightforward right now. There, there were a couple of sweet. Pretty decks. wide open. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better better way to put it. Like, there's a lot of sweet decks in this top. 32 like there's esper control and rakdos goblins and mono black discard like it's just straight up like mono yeah. black then turgard like but like old batutina running it back and getting 13th on sunday and winning the one or getting second on saturday just that's, running back the same 75 that's crazy They're also playing uh, wild. Cityscape in the main. Yeah. That's because Cityscape is super good. Yeah, that card impressed the hell out of me. Like, the first weekend that card came out, that card was awesome. Very, it very still good. still is, honestly. So, yeah, I mean, Pioneer yeah, just looks yeah, pretty straightforward, you know. Everybody plays what they want. You know, anybody can perform with anything, it seems. It's not like it's just one deck completely dominating. So that's that's really refreshing. Were, were there any duplicates in this top eight? None. Nope. No. Oh, uh, Rakdosek, I think, right? Yeah, there were two Rakdosek decks. You're right. Yep, yep, yep. Which I think is, like, fine, right? Like, I, yeah. I think that there is a... There's, like, a general consensus of the best... Like, top the top three decks in the format. And, like, right now, it's, like, Mono Green, Rakdosek... And probably a, a coin flip between like Rakdos midrange and a in like the blue white lotus field deck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they, yeah, um, but it's not yeah, like no. they're light years ahead of the format. You know, it's like correct. It's just refreshing to see. And then we go to the modern challenge, where everything we just talked modern about. Modern challenge. Let's go. Everything. Everything we just talked about. You know, format being nice and healthy. You know. Everybody, you know, sitting around at the dinner table like a family, you know. 
Yeah, modern's nothing like that. All right, so let's go to the Friday challenge of the new best format. Friday challenge. All right, you want me to get this one? Yeah. I, I don't even want to say it. All right, like, eighth, I'm place. Up. eighth place. Eighth place. <laughs> Yogmoth. Azili playing Yogmoth. Is actually more stock than I've seen in most Yogmoth lists recently. The only addition is Delighted Halfling and Orchestra Messer. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so all, eighth place is Yogmoth. Seventh place, four color Omnath. This is actually a Bring Delight Scapeship deck. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, that is Nabinabek. Nabinabek? Yeah, something like that. Uh, sixth place, we got Living End by Cabu Grosto. Uh, it's pretty stock. Chub Toad in fifth place with Mono Green Tron. Uh, Mono Green Tron looks pretty stock with the One Rings as well. This one's playing Serum Powder. That's a little strange. Um, other than that, it's pretty stock. There's only three One Rings in this deck. Um, they're going back to playing two Karn Liberators. Okay. Um, and then fourth place, we have a Jun deck. Boom. This looks to be just... It's just straight up new Jun. It's just Shieldred. It's just straight up like mid-Jund. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just... It's just Bowmasters, One Ring, Shieldred, Delighted Halfling. Like, half the deck is Lord of the Rings cards, and you're just playing the best cards, like Fable, the Mirror Breaker, Shieldred, Renin Six. Lightning Bolt Thoughtseize. Wow, okay. Somebody yeah. was just like, let's just dial it back a second. Uh, Miz Lizzy? That, that, I, think I, yeah. I think I just Ms. nailed Ms. that. Lizzy? Yeah, no, that's it. You got it. No, Lizzy. Uh, I thought I said Miz Lizzy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, this is like somebody just dialed the whole format backwards and was like, all right, you guys want to play all these sweet Lord of the Rings cards? Cool. I'm going to do it in this fashion rather than trying to do what you guys are trying to do they they literally uh, woke yeah up in the no i really like this deck this deck looks cool a thousand percent they literally woke up and they were like i just want to play john and they just picked <laughs> they the woke up card. and said how how boomer can i make this this deck like this is uh they were like i can make it with these new cards but also make it look like a boomer john deck you, you uh, know that's so, what they were yeah, thinking i really like this you know that's what they were thinking because they have two dragons claw in the sideboard Oh, yeah, for sure. Shout out. Yo, the Cast Into the right, Fire is so the then... Those are, that, that, that's... Yeah, Cast Into the Fire is fire. Oh, yeah, funny, hey. funny I said that. Hey. Cast Into the Fire is a very good way to deal with uh, not only Orcish Bowmaster, but also the opposing One Rings. Yep. Um, I think it's funny how they printed this card in the same set as all the Lord of the Rings cards. Because they're like, hey... Here's the two most powerful cards. Guess what? We're gonna make a, a two mana instant that deals with both of them. They had to uh, do that. Like it's kind of funny. Yeah, like, I know. A thousand percent um, that had to be done. <laughs> um. All right. So then in third place we have the Dimir Control deck that's been popping up a lot all over the place. Uh, this has just apparently been the new spice in the format. It's this this blue black control deck. Um. I know that uh, Titty Pills, uh, Jesse has been playing this like a lot. Um, and a lot of people are like really high on this deck. It's apparently just 
just very very good it's also doing uh it's also dealing with a lot of the decks that you really like it's really good against scam apparently because you're playing three day main deck subtleties and Ooh. so um it's really good against scam uh it plays a lot of cards to pitch to um your force negations that you're playing uh so you're playing like four lorian revealed playing four sauron's ransom um, you're playing two Merktides to end the game quickly. You're also playing Shieldred. You're playing Bowmaster. Yeah, this deck just looks really good. That's I'm what not I was going to say. This is probably... This deck just looks like the new the new best control deck in the format, honestly. I think people are just like, I don't care about creature strategies, so we're just not going to play... Uh, Solitude? We're just not going to play Solitude anymore. We're just going to... Play the other two best cards in the format, which are Bowmaster and the One Ring, and we're just gonna do the same thing that Control's supposed to do, except for this version's gonna do it better with a very, very quick way to end the game in Murktide. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, so yeah, and the One yeah. Ring is honestly better than any Planeswalker Blue White could really play. Like, yeah, I know it's just like Jace on crack, basically. Yeah, uh, I think that it's like Jace literally melted down. Uh, you know, some drugs in a spoon and shot it into his bloodstream, and that's what the wondering is. Um, so, uh, that was really descriptive, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I also like, uh, uh, but yeah, we, we can go back to talking about that. Uh, I, no, go ahead. Sorry. I also like Sauron's Ransom. Yeah, I, I've seen people on you know both sides of the coin be like, This card sucks, and people being like, This card's really sick. AKA Ari Lax saying this card sucks. <laughs> I He's been very vocal about it on Twitter. He's been very vocal about how bad Sauron's Ransom is on Twitter, and I just find it hilarious. Because no matter what, people are still just playing it and it's doing it's doing well. So. Yeah. It's an instant speed, like okay, card advantage. Well it's also you can pitch it to subtlety, you can pitch it to force negation, like True. and also it's just card advantage, so it's, you know, it, it kind of, and it's an instant, which is way different than it being a sorcery. Like, if it was a three-minute sorcery, I think it's unplayable. But since it's an instant, it's just, I think, infinitely better because of that reason. That's fair. Um, do, you, do you think there's a reason why they're playing Lorien Revealed? It's a yeah, five-minute sorcery? Yeah, I think there's a huge reason. Is it because of the island cycling, yes. so you can feed it to Murktide? Uh, I mean, all. Not only is it a very easy way to feed Murktide, you can also pitch it to subtlety and force negation, but also finds you a land of any type that you need. Really, it can find you a watery grave. It can find your island. It can, you know, it, it can go grab, you know, a land that you actually truly need. Um, and yeah, it's just good all around. Sometimes you, I've seen somebody just cast this card for five two, and they're just like, cast this card, draw draw three cards that's fair. Uh, which is still fine it's not great you know you're still you're still basically jace's ingenuity you know drawing yeah. five or drawing three cards but it's like you know when you're doing nothing else it you know this card is just it covers the bases that's fair that's fair um sorry i didn't mean to stay on this deck for so long it yeah. just really caught my eye no you're fine no no we're gonna we can come back to it too like i'm, I'm down I think it's just the best control deck in this in the format now. Um, all right, so second place we have Claudio, of course, on the Ogmoth. Uh, nothing special here. Just 
Good old Yogmoth with Orchestra Masters. They're playing Elven yep, Chorus in the about board. right. And Farika. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elven Chorus is pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know that I'd ever play that card in my deck, but it is pretty cool. Uh, the Farika God of Affliction is pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> it's just good against, I think like, it's kind of funny. what, creativity, right? Because you just exile their their Archons or whatever. Or, no, that's only if they play, like, the Persist package. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'd have to assume that it's, like, just good against Living End and also a 5-5 beater. That's um, true. That they really can't get rid of. Yeah. Like, you're a, you're, your Living End opponent cannot get rid of Farika ever. Not once. That's true. They could think about it all they want. They could never get rid of it. So. True. Um, yeah, I think this is just like a fun up for them, though. Fair. And then, of course, no, first place taken by none other than Toothy MTG on Rakdos midrange. Rakdos Scam. Uh, I think it is further proving that Rakdos Scam is the best deck like, in the format right now. Um, and it's pretty much not even close. Yeah, the reason why I said I wanted it to row up earlier when we started talking about the modern challenges is because I was looking at the wrong one. But uh, oh, <laughs> you, you'll see why. No, no, no. You're looking at you're looking at you're looking at one of them. I think it's yeah, not the one that I'm talking about. Not, yeah, not the one we were looking at first. But yeah. okay, this is the Friday one, the seven twenty one. That was Friday. So yep. that was the Friday night modern challenge. Uh, you want to go over the top eight from the Saturday one? This yeah. the one you're talking about? Yep. I think yep. <laughs> so Okay, now I know what you're talking yep. about. I just looked at it. <laughs> yep. I just want to vomit. So in eighth place, we got good old Rakdos Midrange, piloted by Golgar Burt. Uh, you know, that's just good old scam. Nothing really fancy in this list. Uh seventh place we got Living End by Jundillion. Um any new additions to Living End besides from the cycling the new cyclers? It's no, other than the new cyclers, there's really not much. Yeah, it's just Oliphant and Generous Int. Yeah, nothing. Other than that, it's just the same. Nothing new there. Sixth place, we got Mono Green Hardened Scales. You know, it always has to show up here and there. It's Mashpokovsky, though. Okay. Mashpokovsky. I mean, you click his name, you'll see why I'm He's just a that. one trick, yeah. Right. Yeah, in the last several, like the last like month, he's just played nothing but hard and skills. So, well, shout out. They're they're playing both Ozoliths. I think we kind of covered the same deck list pretty close to it last episode or last time we talked about yeah. modern. Um, yeah. fifth place we have Rakdos Midrange again by Cristiano Seven. You know, good old scam again. Um, nothing new. They're playing two mana win the game with Dolphy. <laughs> True. That card's fucked up. I don't care what anybody says. Fourth place, we got Burn by Keno DVT. You know, shout out Burn. It's it's it's, it's placing here and there. They're playing uh, Exquisite Firecraft in the sideboard for the control matchups. Can't say I blame them. And they're playing four Boiling Vortex in the main. That's that's kind of sweet. You want to know why? uh scam yeah <laughs> yeah 
I thought it was a specifically trick scam. I'm assuming. Yeah. I thought. No. 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 <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a trick. It's specifically question. scam. I think. I thought you were trying to bait me there and hit me with no living guys. <laughs> like, damn. No, it's just the elementals, honestly. They like they're like Eidolon's not good anymore. Uh so yeah, they're just playing those spells. Like I there's totally really no it. reason there there's really no reason to go and play non like there's really no, no reason to play Eidolon over Whirling Vortex because Whirling Vortex is just very good. Yeah, people Especially aren't playing with, uh, uh, with scam being scam. Exactly, people aren't playing fair magic anymore, which is kind of where Eidolon just shined, right? It's either you answer this threat and take two, or you just leave it unchecked and then you take a lot more, right? Now people are like, I'm just gonna play big dumb stupid shit for free, like. And... I mean, the elementals did that though. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, unfortunately. And then third place, we have Rakdos Scam by Rostov. Second place, we have Rakdos Scam again by Lombaldric. And then in first place, you guys won't believe it. I'm actually very surprised that this deck finally won an event. Uh, but it's Rakdos Scam by Benu. <laughs> wait, wait, I like that. I like the setup. Crazy. Who, who would have thought? I know. So how many, how many in the top eight? <laughs> one two three four five copies in the top eight no wait yeah five copies in the top eight six in the top ten wow so... just absolute domination uh, i do want to point out real quick on the friday challenge that we just talked about a minute ago right this mm -hmm. in ninth place was dice factory tron yeah i saw that <laughs> With the one ring. That's pretty sweet. Oh, man, dude. I don't know. I, I'm about to get into... You can take all your counters off the one ring and put them on something else. That's kind of gross. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. But... Oh, my... It just seems like the one ring is just... It's the best card in modern, right? We can we can comfortably just agree that it I is. I don't know. I mean, Rakdos Midrange doesn't play it, and they're just playing, they're just playing uh, like Bowmasters, and Bowmasters just. I, I think it's a coin flip between Bowmaster and the One Ring. So. Do you think Bowmasters would be as good if it wasn't for the One Ring? Uh, no, probably not. Probably not. Jeez, man. I don't know. I don't know. Too much know. Rakdos scam for me. That's fair. All right. I guess I got to hit the Sunday challenge then. Hit it out. All righty. So Sunday challenge. This is the one with the sweet deck. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, All right. Eighth place is Living End by Raiden 6. Uh, nothing new there. Chinotron 23 in seventh place with Domain Zoo. Um, that's pretty sweet. I think Domain Zoo's in a good place right now. Um, we have Papado 90 in 6th place with Rakdos Scam. We have Oink Mage 22 in 5th place with 4-Color Omnath. Uh, we have Claudio again in the top 4 with Yogmoth. Oh, it looks like the exact same 75 got ran back. 3rd uh, place, we have Living End by Gampanachi. 
second place, we have Rakdos Midrange again by Juan Maat. Juan Maat. Juan Maat. And then first place, we have Lonus Combo by Tezzy. Lonus Combo. This Alrighty, is, this, let's see what's going on in here. This is right up your alley. I think you would really like this deck. Ooh. This is kind of sweet. My man's... I, I guarantee you this guy has just like a billion copies of Lonus Cryptozoologist. And he's like, watch me put this deck on the map and my Lonus is go to $10. <laughs> Have they done that yet? Nope, they're none. Well, no, no, no. They're no. like, they're still a quarter or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that'd be funny though if it did. Uh, Academy manufacturer, however, has gone up. That card's almost like eight bucks. Thing. I wonder why. Not a lot of decks really. It's because Samwise it. probably. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So yeah, this deck is just like good value. Lonus Academy manufacturer Chatterfang. Um. Yeah, just make a bunch of. One one squirrels. I think you got uh Peregrine. Yeah, Peregrine took. So you can just like start drawing through your deck. Like, cause if one or more tokens would be created, oh, uh, an control, additional food token. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of start drawing through your deck. You also just play cards are familiar, so you can just like win the game off of like. Wow, hold on. You can actually just win the game off of Samwise Academy Manufacturer. Wow. Oh wow! Shit! Yeah. Yeah. No. Samwise, yeah. Academy Manufacturer, and Cauldron Familiar just go infinite. Wow, dude. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Wait, does it actually? So yeah, the pretty sweet. The and you can come back in. You create a food. Oh, no. So yeah. yeah. So Samwise enters, makes a food. Uh, then you sack the food, or excuse me, if you have Academy Manufacturer, Samwise comes in, makes a food. Then it makes all three of those. So you have two foods. Then you sack yep. Cauldron Familiar. Get another with food. food. Sack the other thing with a food. Get another food. Yeah, it's just yeah, goes in. Wow. wow. This deck looks sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it definitely definitely looks sweet. I wonder how it does against scam. I mean, what am I hmm. even saying? I every every deck can just fold the scam, right? Like. Yeah. No, I think the deck uh, is No, I really like this deck. I think it's deck sweet. I think so, too. Yeah. So, <clears throat> obviously, we have a pro tour coming up this weekend. We do. It's a modern pro tour. The first one we've ever seen since we got pro tours back. Thank so, God. Shout out. What do, we th what do we think? Uh, I am... I'm trying to be optimistic, right? I'm trying to be like, we're going to see a lot of sweet decks that people have been working on behind the scenes. Um, but I'm mostly worried about the sole fact that we might not be able to see these decks do well off of the fact that I think Scam is going to completely dominate that room. But on I think the so? it's one of my concerns but you know on the other you know what would be hilarious is if uh, like 
a bunch of like a, one team like came in and they were like all right we're gonna play some urza pile but we're all gonna play four main deck ley lines and so they just like played blue white urza but played four main main deck ley line of sanctities because they were like we're not losing this game and yeah that'd be crazy that's totally fair that i could see that honestly like the way the format's shaping out to be but i don't know they're i feel like ley lines also just dead in a lot of matchups oh for sure i was totally trolling but it'd be funny if you did see that it would be funny but my big concern is that it's going to be nothing but scam and omnath featuring the one ring um so i don't know I don't know. That's that's my thoughts on it. I think the Omnath piles and the scam decks are what what are gonna do really well in the tournament. Um, I think Amulet Titan's gonna win the tournament. Being FR, I'm being FR. I think Amulet Titan's gonna win this whole tournament. Okay. I'm I'm actually not being serious, but I wish it would because that'd be sweet. That would be sweet. Um, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Fracto Scam didn't have a single copy in the top eight. Yeah. I, I just think that, like, when you have the Pro Tour like this and you have all the greatest minds on the game focusing on this one format, I think that the possibilities of you being able to attack the best deck in the room uh, is a lot greater. Uh, so I think that there might be a way that they find the, the way to beat Scam consistently. But on the other half, you could also say that all the best players in the room, all the best players in the room will just play scam, but they'll optimize it to be better. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. How, we'll see how it goes. Are you gonna be watching coverage at all? Yeah. No, a thousand percent. Okay. Are Are you gonna? I probably won't on Saturday. I probably won't on Saturday, but I will on Sunday. So. I probably will on Friday, and I will on Sunday. Maybe a little bit on Saturday, okay. um, but not not too much, probably. Well, I'll, I'll um, keep you updated if I see anything sweet. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm just yeah, not like... I, I, do, you have any, do you have any... Go ahead. Do you have any what? No, I was just going to say, I hope I don't just text you and be like, this is the fifth fucking scam mirror match in a row. You're not missing anything. <laughs> That's fair. That'd be funny if you did though. God, no, that'd be so boring. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely would like to see Amulet do really well. I don't think it will. I think it just is not very good against Scam. Um, and you know, it takes a really good pilot to play it. So I really hope Dom, Dom Harvey brings it to the Pro Tour. I would really like him to do well with Amulet and just crush everyone. Prove why Amulet's a good deck. Um, but. We'll have to see. All the greatest minds in Magic currently are focusing on the format that is called Modern. Yep. So, and you know they they usually base the health of a format around the Pro Tour, as most. Well, they do have a ban announcement coming up in August. So, okay. Because I was gonna yeah, say like they have like... a ban announcement for all formats. Okay. Because I was gonna say like if the One Ring does overperform in the Pro Tour, then there's a very big chance that they like do something about it which uh, i don't have an opinion on it because i haven't really cast the one ring yet um 
You need to get with the times. I know. I know. I mean, there's a sweet blue black control deck. That's what do. I'm saying. No, I'm surprised dude, I... you're not like, let's go. No, like I I saw that deck list. And I'm like, how much would it be to actually build this? And it's it's really not that much of a difference. Um, yeah, I would. I don't think it'd be that much. Like realistically, I mean, the, the most expensive cards will be the new cards, like yep. the Bowmasters and the whatchamacallits. Bowmasters, Shieldreds, and um well actually no for you it'd be a lot because for you need force negations bowmasters shieldreds uh two merc tides and the one rings so probably quite a bit but <laughs> nonetheless it'll be really good do you have any events this weekend any events or is there anything weekend? going on um, yeah do you have any events not that i'm aware of unless i can find an rcq that i can drive out to um yeah i'm debating just like testing online mostly start getting ready for this modern season that's coming up uh, i think i am just gonna build that blue black control deck and i'm just gonna try to get good with it and try to spike an event with it heard that so what about heard you man that. you got any events i will on? be traveling to kentucky i will be going to uh what is it called Um, I will be going to Lexington, Kentucky, uh, for a find your RCQ. I have two, I have two possibilities left around me to qualify unless I, I can try and find more. Um, but I have two looks like around me that I can try and go to. So hopefully I can get one of these last two, um, I can take one of these last two down so I can qualify for Atlanta. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You only have one more event to go to, the one in Kentucky. That's true. Yeah, I like just, your I like your attitude. Yeah, like what? You don't got to worry about the events after Kentucky. Yeah, so I'm going to go. I'm thinking about just running back Mono Green. I think it's just the play. Um, I don't think there's a world where I just put myself at a disadvantage. Like, the only other deck that I could think about playing is probably Mono White. Um, uh, just because Mono White's also just very good. Um, but yeah, it's either going to be Mono Green or Mono White. I'm not I'm not packing dual, de dual ends in my, my deck anymore. Hell yeah, dude. I'm a mono-colored player now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what you should do is get both deck lists filled out. Walk into that room, scan, and then just pick what deck you want to play. Or I, I, I randomly have the judge game. pick a deck list at random, and I play the opposite. I like that idea. I like that. Personally, yeah. I think you should I run know. back. I probably, I probably just run back Mono Green. Yeah, yeah I'm probably going to. That, that's what I would do, honestly. You got the cards in. Well, I'm so. capping on this other stuff. Yeah, I'm just gonna run back mono green. But yeah, no, it should be fun. I'm I, I'm ready to watch the pro tour as well. So I'll probably, uh, hopefully, win that event on Saturday. If I win that event on Saturday, uh, then um, I should be able to get back in time to watch the tail end of the PT. I'll probably try to watch it throughout the day, but. Uh, yeah, and then all day Sunday I'll be watching PT, so. Hell yeah, dude. 
If you were down here, I'd invite you over. We could just watch it together. Yeah, you know, PT watch party? Yeah, dude, that'd be lit. Yeah, we could bring sodas and oh, dude. snacks. I have Baja Blasts. I found some at Walmart. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Baja Blasts and some 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 fruit roll-ups, dude. Some Doritos, some dude. Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We would get hammered and watch and yell at the TV. Yeah, when we see the fucking fifth scammer match, we'll start punching yeah. the TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd be funny. Yeah, right now Rakdos is twenty one or it was twenty one percent of the modern challenge level twenty third, which is crazy to me. That's crazy. Yeah, I think everybody's deck list has to be submitted by like Wednesday. Uh I think I think it was, I, think it was I, I saw Spike make a post on Twitter. He's like it's due in like ten hours, like ten hours ago, so Oh, it might be due today. Yeah. If that's the case, then that's yeah. You're they're locked in as of tonight. If that's as of the case. tonight, yo, I'm excited, man. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. First modern pro tour we've seen in a ever. Well, not ever, but like since COVID. So should be cool. Should be very cool, man. So, is there anything else you want to cover before we close out this episode? No, I think that's about it. Awesome. Well, That's about it. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode number 18 of the Completed Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and, again, drop us a follow on Twitter at team underscore metamorph. Uh, we'd be more than happy to take your suggestions there. Good luck if you have any events this weekend and if you're going to be watching the Pro Tour this weekend as well. We hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody's reaction to the first modern Pro Tour since COVID, like you said. Um so yeah, we hope you guys have an amazing night. And again, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you guys have an amazing night. Good night, everyone. Peace.